Hey, listeners, and welcome to my first podcast ever. It is time for us to meet. Welcome to the iHeart Steam Podcast with your host, Bonnie Kirkley. Bonnie has been working in the STEAM education profession for the past 12 years. Her mission is to share her story with educators like you that love STEM, STEAM, and project-based learning. Currently, she works with a team of educators creating the ultimate STEAM certified school. Let her share the good, the bad, and the joyful with you in her STEAM journey. Learn everything you will ever need to know about STEM and STEAM education right here. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Kirkley. Welcome, everybody, to the iHeart STEAM podcast. I am Bonnie Kirkley, and I have one question for you. Do you iHeart STEAM too? If you do, then you're in the right place. And if you aren't sure, let me just tell you a little bit about STEM and STEAM. So STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. And if you're STEAM-focused, you add in the A, which stands for Arts. And now you have STEAM. So STEAM has been sweeping the education field. STEM and STEAM have been sweeping the education field for quite some time. Um, And it's been making quite a great change in education, big changes. And today I want to share with you the number one most difficult thing for any educator that they face when they start with STEM, STEAM, and project-based learning. But before I do that, let me introduce myself to you. So if you haven't noticed already, I have a pretty thick accent, and I live in South Georgia. I grew up on a farm with lots of animals and lots of things outdoors. When I was seven years old, I was taught to drive a tractor and go to work. And I really think that the way that I grew up got me really interested in STEM when I first heard about it. At that time, I was teaching fifth grade, and currently I'm in my 18th year of teaching, and I've been involved in STEM for 12 years. So I was teaching fifth grade, and I was teaching English language arts, and kids in fifth grade are just not that excited about writing. I mean, sure, you get that one great student, one or two that just loved to please, maybe even loved to write, but I was trying to figure out how to get those students that are like, why am I having to do this? To do it and want to do it and enjoy it. Because I do like to write and I do like to share stories. So I thought, you know, we don't have anything to write about. We need things to write about. We need to do hands-on things. We need to have experiences. So that year, After I'd sort of done a little bit of dabbling and research into what STEM was, I knew it was science. I knew it involved math. Um, I knew that the engineering element was there and technology was there, but I wasn't quite sure how to put it all all together. But I did decide, I wrote a grant that year to give myself some funding so that I could provide some hands-on experiences in the classroom. And it worked. 
my kids were excited about what we were going to do each and every day. They were like, what are we doing today? What are we doing today? And they knew ahead of time why we were doing it. We were doing it so that we would write about it later. We did science experiments. We, you know, exploded things and made things fizz and pop and light up and almost like magic. And so I just really thought this is great. So I think that was about 12 years ago. And then some training came to my area and I worked for two summers doing some extensive training pretty much all summer in STEM, how to take science, how to make it hands-on, how to incorporate math. But, you know, even that training still sort of had the science and the math element separated. So I still hadn't got to that point where you bring it all together, the place where I am today. So a little bit more background information about me. When I first started teaching, I taught in first grade. I loved first grade. I still have a passion for first grade. And then I moved to fifth. That's when I started my STEAM journey. Well, in the last five years, I've actually been servicing gifted um, students, gifted identified students at the facility where I work. And I do that half time. The other half of the time, I'm supporting the staff there because we are working on a STEAM certification. In Georgia, we have a specific set of standards that allow you to pursue STEAM certification so you can become STEAM certified. So we've been working really hard on that for the last three years, but we've actually been pursuing it for about eight. And that brings me back to that number one thing that educators have the most difficult time with. I myself have a difficult time with it. Students have a difficult time with it. Anybody has a difficult time with it. That number one thing is failure. And it has to happen. We learn from our failures. So when you're doing project-based learning and you have a STEAM or a STEM focus, you're going to watch your students work on projects and have ideas. The worst thing you can do is to stifle their ideas, even when you think that their ideas may be taking them down the wrong path. So you have to allow for them to fail and learn from their failures. And I mean, right now I'm practicing a mini failure. This is a second recording of my first podcast. Sure, you know, you do lots of recordings and you do edits, but I completely trashed the first one because... Well, I let my husband listen to it, and he is my best critique, and he is a hardcore critique. So I can't get it out of my head, and I decided just to scrap it, redo it, see if I can make it better. I hope that no one else has that problem, but, but you know, there are husbands that are, oh, this is great, that's great. He is not one of those. If you ask him how something looks or how something sounds, you're going to get the truth. And so I'm practicing a fail to try to make something better. And I hope that I have, and I hope that I can compare the two podcasts and maybe, maybe, maybe I'll play it again for him tonight. I don't know. Um, But, you know, now I have grown and learned from some mistakes that I made in the first podcast. 
redone, reevaluated, and now I'm improving, which that is a big part of project-based learning, STEM and STEAM, the engineering design process. So I'm actually implementing the very last step, which is improve. If you're not sure about the engineering design process, a simple um, explanation would be that it's a set of steps you go through as you design something. Generally, you start with ask, then you work on imagine where you come up with ideas, Then you go into the plan phase where you plan out how you're going to do your design. You create it and then finally you improve it. So I was not implementing the improved phase. That's the part that we have problems with letting our students do. A lot of times, you know, we want to just be done with a project when it's done. But where we get that true understanding from project-based learning is the improve. When we redo reevaluate and we have to let that happen so failure is important it's hard for educators and it is hard for students students don't want to redo anything but when you present it to them in a way that you're their cheerleader and you guide them maybe you have to push them just a little bit in that failure part get them going then when they have a true success, they realize, oh, I get it now. This is why I did this. So that is the number one thing we have a problem with. If you are going to pursue project-based learning, STEM or STEAM, you have got to commit to failure. Have you ever heard of the Disney movie, Meet the Robinsons? They celebrate failures. So let's make it an effort in our Let's make an effort in our classrooms to start celebrating failures the way the Meet the Robinsons do. You have to do it. It's great. We learn from mistakes. Let me just tell you, when parents are not around, when there's no grown-ups around, what do kids do? They make mistakes. When they make a mistake, do they want us to know that they made a mistake? Absolutely not. No. They then try to figure out, how can I fix this mess? Whatever mess they've made, they try to fix it. Most kids. But they've learned from that experience. I hope they share with whatever grown-up didn't see what happened later and that they fixed it. But they'll know the next time how to do it better. I'm glad that you joined me today. I hope that you join me again on my next podcast episode I'm excited about this journey, and I can't wait to see how it evolves. I do promise that I will share the good, the bad, and the joyful. I will share my mistakes, and I will help you learn from my mistakes. So I want you to tune in to the next episode where I tell you how this STEM and STEAM journey started with me, and it all started with a STEM day at school. And there is a lot of comedy in hosting a STEM day at your school. So please subscribe to the iHeartSteam podcast. Leave me a, re- a review. Let me know how I'm doing. I'm, this is my first time. I'm going to let you know. I will make mistakes. I will promise to learn from my mistakes. And I have one question for you before I leave. Do you iHeartSteam too?